0: Blessings beloved, my name is Connie Preston Parker. My earliest memories are of seeing, hearing, and sensing angels, spirits, and ghosts, and knowing the thoughts and emotions of the people in my life. Over my 60 plus years, through life's ups and downs, I was taught by my Heavenly Father and spiritual guides how to consciously create star seeds of light love, how to tame and use my spiritual gifts for ascension. In my late 40s, I was given my spirit name and trademark CC Star And eventually, I agreed to use my gifts and learn how to be the physical channel for the Ascension Seeds Network, ASN for short. Since I am an open channel to the worlds and dimensions of the spirit realms, The ASN includes, but is not limited to, Jesus, angels, ascended masters, elementals, animal spirits, crossed over loved ones, and the most important being of all, my Heavenly Father. You are listening to the Muses of a Channel podcast. This is where I am sharing my journey journals, ascension stories, parables, and my spiritual gifts as muses to shift us into conversations with the spiritual realms for love, healing, and ascension. To find out everywhere I am channeling messages and a 1-2-3 step-by-step program for ascension healing, visit our website www.ccstarseeds.me Blessings, beloved, and welcome to Muses of a Channel podcast. My name is Connie Preston Parker, and I am sharing in this episode Archangel Ariel or Elemental Ariel, Fairy Ariel. (laughs) She is a multifaceted and she considers herself and the spirit realm considers her an archangel, over the elemental kingdom and so uh, she really has her stuff together and I am leaning on her and asking her to help me get my stuff together because I don't know where to start there are so many stories associated with Ariel that it was hard for me to choose which ones I would tell in this uh, episode. So I'm asking her to guide me and to teach you in a way that you can understand and to share with you so that you can find some assistance from the elemental kingdom and your spirit. So she's coming in and I'm going to, going to let her talk now using my voice my words and she is saying that uh, you are a part of the elemental kingdom we all are we are created from this earth the dust of this earth therefore we are of and a part of the all of this earth and when we tap into that field that energy grid and we notice the creation that is around us that we're standing on at this very moment underneath the gravity of earth then we can really be connected with or she's saying it's a start it's a beginning to getting yourself connected to who you have always been And one of the phrases that's been going on in my mind since I started preparing for this episode is, what have you been doing for all of eternity? And I know I've shared that statement elsewhere, but it's very true when we consider that we are a part of this earth. It's not that we have been a part of this earth per se forever and ever unless We were here from the very beginning and there are many of us who helped seed the earth and those residents Frequencies of seeding the earth are still very important to us And many of us have even done lifetimes as Elementals and it's very easy for us to connect in with the elements of the earth and and um, To nurture it to care for it that is still in us to do that for many of us so the other words that keep coming into my mind are soul family soul tribe soul member and for those of us who are a part of the elemental kingdom or have been and we feel that connection to it we will find deep seated soul family there and so while I am channeling Archangel Ariel and tapping into the this earth crystal grid she wants me to express to you that yes she is there for you she is an archangel and she is there for you she is an elemental she can be everywhere anywhere always At the same time, but also you have special guides just for you and for your situations. You have soul tribe members that are elementals. So my first inclination that there was an elemental kingdom was one day I was at someone's house and I was looking out their window and they had this mound of dirt there it was a pretty big mound and I'm looking at this mound and I'm thinking well I wonder why that's there and what's gonna happen to it are they gonna lay it you know level it out or what and as I'm looking at it I see these little worker elementals you know like they're using the wind To blow away this hill of dirt, they're using the ants and other animals to to spread the dirt. They even used a human little boy climbing on this hill of dirt to spread this dirt out. And birds and chickens, you know, scratching in this mound of dirt, trying to find bugs and worms. And so as I thought about how this mound of dirt was going to be distributed over time eventually, that it would not always be a mound of dirt, or maybe it would be because there were also wild flowers and plants, grass, growing up in this mound of dirt because it has just been left to sit there. And those roots would come down into the dirt and they would anchor some of that hill there transforming this hill was going to be transformed it was not going to stay the same and the the thought comes to me right now and everything changes whatever you're going through right now whatever mountains or hills you have in your life they are going to change They are going to look different tomorrow and the next day or the next year. And sometimes it takes time for hills and mountains in our life to be windblown or excavated down into something that looks different. But when we consciously do that, we can make that happen. Someone could have went out there with a shovel and helped the elementals, the nature fairies move this mound of dirt what mounds of dirt do you have in your life that you would like the elementals to help you you know smooth it out and because we are a part of the earth we can say every day that this too shall pass this too shall change and we can use that phrase every day and then make steps to help change that So not long after uh, experiencing that, just opening my eyes up, my psychic eye, my third eye, my wisdom and knowledge, because you see, the earth is a part of us all, no matter your relationship to it. And even if you've never had a life or you've never been an elemental before on the planet earth, you're here for a reason. You're here to connect to earth. heal Earth and to make that connection, possibly for the first time. And that's okay too. So not long after that, my uh, husband found a baby squirrel that had fallen out of a tree near our home. And he brought it home and he's like, I don't know what to do with it. And you know, it looks like it's almost dead and it came from that tree way up there. So there's no way we can put it back in its nest. And we weren't sure if Mommy squirrel would uh, want to take care of baby squirrel after being handled by humans. We just weren't sure. So we contacted a vet and the vet looked at the squirrel and said, it has a heat stroke and it's not going to survive. And so we took care of it the best that we could, according to the vet's direction, hoping, praying that this little squirrel would make a recovery. But it did not and it passed away not long after that we were walking my husband and i around our neighborhood and we had our tennis shoes on and my tennis shoes kept coming untied and they had never done that before and i was like what is going on with my tennis shoe strings and i looked at it and you know tied it again and it come untied again and so i opened up my psychic eye third eye and i saw it was that little squirrel. Now we had buried this little squirrel in our backyard. And for some reason, I named it Sunflower. Perhaps because of the time of year that it was, and sunflowers were prevalent. And I had bought a plastic sunflower and put it over its grave. And, and its mother, I'm assuming, <laughs> was up in a tree one day and she was just screaming at me and i knew she was saying you have got my baby in the ground <laughs> and you buried my baby where is my baby and she didn't understand and she was mad at me so yes and any of you who have pets and animals you can probably relate that our pets our animals they can have a temper and they can get mad i mean just look at birds that are protecting their nest they can get pretty angry at the cats trying to get to their babies in their nest and so that was what this little mama squirrel was doing so it helps me us to understand that nurturing is a part of nature and so many of us are trying to um strip out the nurturing part of us and we're trying to be you know braver stronger you know more uh, get things done I do that sometimes but then we have to also balance that with the nurturing side of us too and that does that goes for rather no matter what skin that you're wearing so besides untying my shoelaces when I went for a walk I had went to purchase a a new vehicle and I was looking at I didn't know what I wanted and there was a sports car in the parking lot and you know for sale and I said my husband said yeah let's take a ride in it so we took a ride and you know I'm driving you know and this little sunflower this little squirrel shows up And was just having, and was saying, have fun, have fun. See, Squirrel Totem, Squirrel Spirit, says, yes, store up, but have fun doing it, you know, and live for the moment and the now and for the future. So we store up for the future. But in this instant, that little sunflower was telling me to have fun. And so I bought a sports car. Not long, you know, after I'm driving to work and I went to work in the early mornings when it was still dark outside and I hit a wild boar. It was a black uh, pig that I hit and it it was dark outside so I could barely make it out, which is why I didn't see it. But when I impacted that poor animal, I felt it. Not just, oh, I felt the car hit the animal, but I felt it in every part of my being. And I felt its life force leave it. And I felt and knew its mother was saying, you know, trying to get her other babies across the road. And that it was too late for that one. I drove myself on to work, the vehicle was still drivable, but that impacted me. It impacted me. It impacted me. And when I pulled up into the place of my work, and I went to walk up to the door to go in, there was a bird nest up in the corner, up over uh, the door, and hanging from the bird nest was feathers, and um, and it was hanging from just, you know, grass and stuff. But this these feathers were hanging directly over the door. Now, people had been coming in and out this door out that morning, so I was confounded. I don't know how that had happened, but i pulled down the feathers to be able to go into the door without getting feathers and stuff in the house and wondered how how did nobody see this why am i the first one i know others have come and gone this morning but it made me wonder and it made me think and i kept those feathers i still have those feathers and to see some of the muses that i talk about in these episodes you can watch the uh, podcast on youtube or you can go into uh, ccstarseeds.me website into the teachable site there the one two three program and see some of the uh, pictures photos there as well so i took these uh, feathers and was like okay what is going on you know because i've had a series of events and that's the way it happens to us when we grab a hold of some wisdom and knowledge that we want. When we feel like this, there's something here, there's a transformation about to happen. And if we grab a hold of that, the elementals will put signs in front of us. They will guide us and show us the way and they will reveal great mysteries to our conscious mind but not to our subconscious mind and soul mind our soul mind knows these things and we merely just have to be reminded and that is what we tap into the remembering that is what we want we want to remember the truth about being an eternal soul and I'm remind being reminded to remind you what have you been do- doing for eternity? So later that day, I went outside looking at my busted up car. I'm looking at the bird's nest and where the feathers were. And I look up into the heavens and I send up a prayer God, what is going on? And waiting for an answer, believing. Asking, and then receiving, as I'm looking up into the sky, I see a great explosion, like an atomic bomb that hits the earth. And it scares me. What is this? Is this some kind of prophecy that is going to happen? And inside I knew, it's happened again, it's, it's happened before. And it could happen again if people do not hear my voice, if people do not seek the truth of light and love. And it is no accident, it is on purpose that many of us say and we want world peace that is the goal so that that atomic bomb destruction will not happen again as it has happened in the past i then ask my spirit guides my higher self whatever you might want to call it at this juncture why did i see that and what i was told was many who first awaken and accept the fact that they know everything that they know all will see the more traumatic events energetically first that they're easier to tap into which is why in the beginning I said that I wanted to tap in even though I was going back into the past that I wanted to tap into the love and the light and the lessons of that past and not the negative traumatic experiences and even in our daily life and what is happening right now in your life right now in my life for us to learn to tune into what is the lesson how can we bring in the light how can we live in love how can we spread peace around the world no matter the circumstances And that is that we are energy, and that we can do that right now. So as I continued my study of, wow, this is a lot, and it all happened really fast, within a few days. And I might be getting some of the, you know, happenings out of order, but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. But I had turned the TV on, and on the TV, they showed these fishermen's out on boats and what they were doing is they were catching sharks and they were cutting their fins off as a delicacy for some people and then they would just throw the shark back into the ocean after they had cut its fin off and first off I'm like wow I did not tune into this this was just what came on the TV Oh my gosh and again I felt it when they cut that shark's fin off and they threw it back into the ocean and I felt it sinking it had lost its equilibrium it didn't know how to swim and it just sank I don't know how I knew what to do but what I felt that I should do Just instinctively was to energetically embrace that shark. I thought, well, if I'm, if I felt it and I'm following, I'm falling with it into the ocean, then I can grab a hold of it and I can take it to heaven, right? Because at that point, that was my only experience was with the metaphysical spiritual realm, was heaven. And so as I grabbed this energetic dying shark and went to heaven and was like what do I do with it (laughs) I felt intuitively I need an ocean or maybe there is an ocean in heaven regardless there's an ocean now and I'm going to place this shark in this heavenly ocean and for those of you who have, who have followed my story, Telecom's Ascension, that is where he goes at many times to find healing. And then, um, of course, he is now doing another life, but because of his interaction with humans. See, our interaction, the interaction that I had with that little squirrel sunflower, the interaction that we have with our animals, our pets... So then that leads me to just a few more quick notes. I also saw on the TV (laughs) where they had captured a mountain lion in a snare, and they had hung it up, and they had killed it because it was causing havoc. It was not where it was supposed to be. And that is a humans we have taken over. And we need to have safe places for these wild animals to be able to live in refuges but this mountain lion and i am a leo and i have always like had this vision in my mind from very little of a mountain like a mountain lion but i didn't know the difference i thought oh lion well i found out that mountain lions are not really lions like we traditionally see associated with being a Leo astrological sign. But I really connected with this mountain lion. And I thought that's probably more my personality. And I took that mountain lion. I was like, what do I do with the soul of this mountain lion that I've connected to? And I felt... I knew intuitively, oh, take it on as your spirit guide for this time of your life and it will help you climb the mountains and I pray find the safe places to find home and to be at home in this world, to be comfortable. So I got to thinking, okay, so that little squirrel that I buried in the backyard, I wonder where its spirit went. So at some point in these few weeks or a month that that went by, I said, you know what? I think that I can take this little squirrel over into heaven and make a place for it there and so that's what I did just as I made a heavenly for a heavenly ocean I made a heavenly forest for the forest animals to dwell and as one day I was approaching this forest and looking at it and it was strange because it was not all that I had built it was ancient and it was there, and I saw how Native Americans and different um, people who had who had used animals for food, who had to kill animals, but they sent their spirit to the heavenly realms, and there were animals there. So there were deer and pigs and you know chickens and. All kinds of animals in this heavenly forest for animals. It was beautiful. But as I walked to the edge of this forest one day in my metaphysical spiritual mind, in astral travel, I came upon a big house. It was not a mansion. It was just a wooden framed house with a large Front porch and rocking chairs and I walked up to this porch went up the steps and the door was open and I went in the door and there was my great-grandmother my great-grandmother who had held me as a baby and who my mother told me that she blessed me when I was an infant but she died when uh, and I never got to really know her, but she had blessed me. and there she was. She was full-blooded Cherokee Choctaw. and she had a broom in her hands and she was sweeping the front foyer of this house. And at first I didn't recognize her or know who she was and I asked her, "Who are you?" And she said, "I am your grandmother." Come, let's sit out on the front porch for a while. I want to show you something, she said. So we went out onto the front porch, and she said, Sit down in the rocking chair. And so I did, and she handed me one of my past crossed-over pets, one of my little dogs that had passed away years earlier. And she said, Look around. All of the pets that you said I want to send them to heaven, they are here with me, I am their caretaker." And that is why she also shows up in Tilikum's Ascension and helps me with that situation. And I asked her, I said, why are you not doing another life or have you been here all along? And she taught me and she said, I do not have to go back if I do not want to. This is my mansion in the sky. This is my home. This is the house that I always dreamt of with the big front porch and the rocking chairs in the foyer. Why would I want to leave this place? And I can help you, I can help Earth from being here like I'm helping you now to understand that you have a mission to do there on Earth during this time and your mansion in the sky can be as big or as small as you want it has everything that you need and in the end you can be in your mansion in the sky for eternity or you may choose to do another life after and that's a topic for another story there are so many stories within the stories of angels and elementals and the earth and the energy grids and our crossed over loved ones and our spiritual guides. Who are our spiritual guides anyway? That little squirrel sunflower was one of my spiritual guides and this story has gone long. So I will end it with this that your pets your loved ones are being taken care of by your crossed over loved ones by the elementals and there are so many mysteries there and one final warning as you begin to open up your psychic abilities which we all have to varying levels depending on our life path and soul mission for this lifetime and our past incarnations and what we've prepared for in this lifetime so that your connections to spirit guides will be different than mine possibly but the elemental kingdom is there but also you may be feeling the turmoil of the planet Earth and you may have premonitions of ancient times that have gone by and destruction and even the destruction that happens on a daily basis as the wind and the rain and the birds and the people scatter and move around the elements. But right now, let's just pray and believe for peace around the world. And peace begins with you feeling the love, feeling the connection of the earth, and then tapping into the earth planes, the crystals of the earth, sending love, peace, harmony, balance. Blessings Beloved blessings to all of you who tuned into this broadcast. May you be eternally blessed every day in every way coming and going. A quick reminder, you can find secure links to everywhere we are sharing messages and Ascension Seeds activation codes at our website www.ccstarseeds.me.